You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? It's rolling great. You've come out of your three days of mourning period for Game of Thrones being over. No, um, you've a lot been of making saying, those jokes for weeks on Renap. Like A lot I, of people saying, did Chester cry during the finale? Nobody's saying that. Anybody who knows me it knows I like basically washed my hands of this show weeks ago. So... I approach mm-hmm. it the same, you know, Joanna Robinson, I think, put it uh, a similar way. She's a, a known name in the Game of Thrones uh, universe. She basically said that she uh, emotionally disinvested from the show like a while ago. And that's basically how I feel as well. So I still, you know, I still enjoyed it. Um, it's, you know, it's obviously I invested in it more in total than any other TV show ever. And so I appreciate it for that. But. You know, things went off the rails a little bit, and it is what it is. And Were you a lost guy at all? I watched all of season one, was really into it, mm-hmm. and then at the end of season one, they found a hatch, and I was like, okay, I'm done with this show. You didn't care what was in the hatch? I aggressively hated the hatch because, again, I don't like science fiction or anything like that. I thought this was like a Robinson Crusoe yeah. kind of show, you know, or Swiss But the hatch was not – the show had science fiction elements, but it was the hatch was not one of them at all. Yeah, but the fact that the, the, hatch, the fact that there the was a hatch was on an abandoned island meant that there was going to be a whole bunch of weird stuff going on. You had already seen a polar bear, but the hatch is what made you quit. This is the stupidest take you've ever had. I mean, I I saw this show 15 years ago, so I don't remember a polar bear. But there was science fiction elements in the first season. The finale had none, and it was like what were the science fiction episode, uh, elements of the first season? Well, in the, okay, so season one, there's a polar bear. Okay. Is it possible? I guess in season one there's not, but didn't we had already heard Rousseau's calling the thing? That's less realistic that she just played some audio on a loop for like. 12 I have years. no idea what you're talking about. Again, I, I saw okay. the show so long ago, but mm-hmm. yeah, and, and, and you should watch you, it. Now. You Maybe cheated you like on your it. wife with the show, as I recall. I cheated on. I don't even know what that means. That you went past her. No, it's Breaking Bad. Oh, uh, that's uh, 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 no. Excuse me, Mad Men. Oh, Mad, Mad Men. Man. Uh, okay. Mad Men. Yeah, well, she caught me watching um, season two, episode one. Yeah. And we never finished after yeah. that. She walked in on me. <laughs> exactly. Watching it's Mad Men. to the best of us. Do, 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 do. So um, listen, the, I, I don't... Yeah. The other thing is I'm, I'm also kind of exhausted talking about Game of Thrones because... Yeah, because that's all you yeah. do. All you do well, is talk about Game of Thrones. Well, people kept asking us to discuss it on the podcast. I didn't really want to because I felt like every week I was discussing it in like every like group text chat with like a million other people. And so I didn't want to mm-hmm. repeat myself even though it might be to a different audience. I did write that one post in the Facebook group which sort of discussed... Um, you know, how I felt basically before we get into that, by the way, um, we wanted to talk about, so we are going to Minnesota in July. Yeah. Well, I think we're about, yeah. if not today, then tomorrow, I think we can book uh, plane tickets. All right. Now, can we talk about your insane proposal that you want? So there's a number of listeners who have expressed interest in, in meeting us and going to the twins game and hanging out and doing a live. Well, podcast. let's, let's talk about our schedule and then that'll come out organically. What your idiotic, insane idea. <laughs> we'll come. Oh out yeah. So the schedule, yeah. ba- here and let's let's discuss this on air. So my right. idea is that we get to Minnesota Wednesday afternoon. Could be late Wednesday afternoon, but whenever, whenever you know, it's really going to be contingent on when when the flights actually arrive. Especially, I'm coming from Florida, so there's much fewer flights than you going from New York. Um, and we go to the we go to the Mets Twins game. This is Tuesday night. We go to the Mets Twins game. Afterwards, we're going to do a 
podcast that will be serial tournament style. It, we will more on that later, but we will decide what kind of tournament to why, do. Why after rather than be- before? Because after a three-hour baseball game, like people usually like to pre-game baseball games, not post-game them. Like a baseball game is a long. We have to thing. get in. Okay, so then, so let, let me hear. So, what's your suggestion? We do a. a let's say we we're doing beer. So you want to get pla- plastered before the game, and where would I we mean, be who doing? Wants to start? Just well, well, okay. I would. Well, there's, so there's a few things here. Um, for, for no matter what, we should be meeting. You know, you meet before the game at, at at a local area bar, and you hang out for a little bit anyway, and then you go to the game. Yeah, I mean, we'll get yeah. it, but it's a question of when we're getting in. Now, yeah. do you want to start flying in? So you're talking about when you want to record a podcast. So it could either be before the game, after the game, or the next day, I guess, are the options. Or the next morning, yeah. or early the next so the morning. So the, the next day, I don't think, the next day it's a day I don't game, think, right? Yeah. It starts at noon. Or, it's a day game. Okay. Yeah. Well, here's my idea, and I'm not married to it, but um, I thought, well, first of all, I think it will be hard, especially for me. Ooh, there's basically no direct flights. Like I might have to have a stopover in like Atlanta or something. From from Minneapolis to South Florida. From Florida, yeah. There's like no direct flights. Seems... There's very few. Right. I mean, I'm going to double check. But... I mean, there's three airports in South Florida you can go to, and Minneapolis is yeah, like like I'm going to West Palm Beach for and this. Minneapolis time, is no like way. a what a top 15 airport. So between the two of them, you think, but I don't know. Anyway, I'll check. So anyway, the, I don't think I don't think I can get in that early. I'd have to double check, but I don't think I can get in that early. So I think that probably knocks out doing the serial tournament style podcast before the game. And then so we go to the game, have a good time at the game. There will be listeners there, assuming anybody shows up. And then we have to figure out either go to a hotel, the two of us, or get an Airbnb. And my idea was just get an Airbnb with whoever wants to come. It's possible. So your proposal was you said that you've already had a dozen or so listeners who indicated interest in coming, mm-hmm. not locals from Minnesota, but people coming from other cities. No, some Minnesota locals have, and then uh, okay. a bunch of people said they would come from yeah. Chicago. And your idea was that everybody would mm-hmm. get together and have a giant sleepover in like in yeah. an Airbnb. In an Air- a big Airbnb, yeah. if there are any so, big houses. So you and I should sleep with a bunch of giant. random people in a house together yeah. for a night. Yeah, what are they going to do, murder you? Like, I don't understand. It, it's a story. This is We're having fun for a podcast. I, I want to hang home. out, but like spending the night is like, you know, I don't do that on a first date, so... Oh, don't be ridiculous. What is it? What is it? Who cares? Um, you're being a baby about this. I mean, listen. We will have we'll have sort of creep dar. Like if someone's a creep, we don't. We, they're not allowed to stay. Yeah. In the air as as one of our friends said when I mocked you uh, in a group chat for this idea. Don't say the name. Yeah. Don't uh, say the, the name. The creep dar didn't work so well for this podcast previously. I'm just leaving it at that. Listen. Yeah. I think. Um, you're talking about Amir. I think that. I think that. Um, I think that. Um, That'll be fine. I think we do the the the. Let's say it's a beer tournament, whatever it is. A beer is rough, also, because then the next day, like you're you're gone. I'm not going to drink a lot of the beer, but you'll be gone at the game. That's so why I think it has to be like a. Well, okay, so let's like talk a, about that. Yeah. So what? Well, you keep you keep saying a cereal tournament. Well, hold on, let me just finish yeah, the schedule okay. for the for the Minnesota yeah. trip. So then we do. I think we do the podcast tour. And we get back to our place. I don't know the logistics of of the city of Minnesota. I assume the Mets lose fourteen nothing in like an hour and a half. We're back at our place by like ten thirty. Um, and then, uh, and then we do the tournament and then Wednesday morning, if there is a site to be seen in Minnesota, which we're not sure if there is or there is not like, is the mall of America worth going to in the morning? Okay. So, uh, and I'm sure I've said this on the podcast before, but, um, somebody, uh, there was this, uh, family friends who, uh, were visiting Minnesota for a few years from Norway once. And they said there's Mm -hmm. two Minnesotas and this is really true for all of America, but, there's the there there's two I think they're talking about Minneapolis but Minneapolis Minnesota same thing there's the one that is all you know is always running biking um, around the lakes canoeing etc enjoying the outdoors mm-hmm. and then there's yeah. and then there's the ones that uh, you know just spend all day in the Mall of America so I know which group you fall into <laughs> yeah you want we want to go canoeing yeah. on Wednesday morning no, no, I'm just saying, like Minneapolis in the summertime is beautiful like enjoy like you know enjoy the lakes like why, why do you want to sit in a mall malls are just I'm go- I'm coming from Florida there's probably better lakes in Florida yeah that's why Florida's called the, the isn't Florida- it the biggest mall like is it we could I want to do a mini um a something that you could only do in Minnesota I don't care about lakes how am I enjoying a lake how does go one to, enjoy we, a lake we go to Minnehaha Falls you you go on a bike you go on you get some kind of physical exercise Akiva uh make Mara uh, proud. that's a, that's the, that's the last thing I'm gonna want to do all right physical exercise we're probably gonna have eaten like a four thousand pieces of no, I will tell you, I just was told I just met a friend an, an old school friend of mine from Minnesota the other day who I hadn't seen in a while and he told me there's now two kosher establishments in the Mall of America which I did not know 
Well, the question is, are they open early enough to even be useful for us also? No, but you go to the mall in the middle of winter. You don't go to the mall on a beautiful morning in July. But it's the biggest mall. Like, that's what your city has to offer. No, that's... You could be from a good place. that's what it has to offer. It's like like 300-pound redneck. Like, that's not... No, what it has to offer is the beautiful outdoors. So So you think we should go canoeing. That's your plan for Wednesday morning. We're all going canoeing. That's. I mean, listen. You're in charge. It's well, your I mean, city. I also have you like. Decide I also have like friends Wednesday and family morning. to see. So you know, I don't know. Well, no, no. Decide right now if you're ditching us to see friends and family. <laughs> don't even tell them you're coming in. I'm being serious. I'm not going to see Chester's aunt Gladys on Wednesday morning. The only day I'm spending in Minneapolis. All right, well, we'll have to work out these details later. But. Uh... <laughs> Uh, okay, so then anyways, we go to the game, the day game the next day, and then you want to get in and out. So this is like a 26-hour trip, basically. Yeah, and then yeah, then I wanna, I'd want i like to be home uh, that night. I think that's what makes sense. Yeah. Now, if the game's at 12, you could also do the the tournament at 3 o'clock that afternoon and, you know, take a flight at oh, 7. Oh, right. The game is at 12 local time. I didn't think yeah. about that. Um, so then take a flight at 7 p.m. or something like that. But again, we can... That's possible, but... Uh, we could figure all this out. You know, out. we could also do a second site, like, or just hang out. I yeah. don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, we might be sick of each other by the end of the twenty six. Yeah, uh, so might be. <laughs> so I, well, you should find. I gotta tell you offline who who asked if they could come. I'm gonna have to ask your permission. Um, uh, I'm trying to think who it could be, but no, it's not. Uh, you won't guess if, you, if I give you ten guesses, but um, I'll, I'll tell you after. So anyway, so I think that's the plan. So now what we need to do is, if you're interested in coming, message us and let us know that you're coming. This is happening, I believe, at this point. We just have to book plane tickets. Um, if you have any ideas for what we should do Wednesday morning, since Chester is from Minnesota, but clearly knows nothing about Minnesota other than fat people go to the mall and no, skinny I, people go. I, okay. How about this? We will go to Minnehaha park. Okay. Mm-hmm. You will see a beautiful waterfall that inspired Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. And, uh-huh. um, he was a hack. Henry yeah, Wadsworth Longfellow. Hack. All right. Um, let's, um, so yeah, so we did the cereal tournament to much acclaim if I do say so myself, and we mm-hmm. want to do similar food brackets of 32 items or 16 items or 64, depending on what it is. And, yeah. and so, you know, you've mentioned a couple, Chester doesn't know higher than 64 yeah. in the multiple. Well, yeah. I just don't think we have time. Yeah. You always love to yeah. do your one twenty two fifty six thing on, uh, on the other podcast, but all right. The, and mm-hmm. so we need to come up with which food it's going to be, which food. Yeah. Yes. Now, um, I don't want to. I don't want to like you know pre-spoil the listeners with the ideas we've already heard from some friends. So, if you have an idea for a genre of food, a, a type of food, then mm-hmm. let us know. Tweet it at us. Write it on the Facebook group. Um, email it to us, Carrier Pigeon, whatever. But and yeah. then, depending on how many submissions we get, if they're any good, we might even make a bracket of these ideas and and, and use yeah. the winner of that bracket. Although it would be hard to get to eight realistic ones even because I think we're at five well, we realistic have, But we have right five now. even before we've asked anybody to submit, just chatting amongst true, ourselves. True, true. But also a lot of them don't know anything about kosher and don't understand what we can and can't do. Yeah. So, well, so they can still enter the bracket as consideration. They just wouldn't go very far. But yeah, well, so yeah. The point is, don't put any limitations on people. Just if you have an idea, I want you guys to decide what is the best type of blank. Cereal, right. beer, cookies, To use an example of something whatever. that won't be in the bracket just for logistic beer. reasons, but maybe we'll beer. do one day is our – no, but also soup. Soup is our dream, but it just it's not going to happen in Minnesota. Yeah, there is not a restaurant in Minnesota that's going to offer 16 different kosher soups. So, correct. Not not going to happen in Minnesota. Are there places open? Well, let, let me say this. Let's say we were getting an item from the supermarket. Let's just talk logistics. That's what people want on a podcast. They want to hear logistics. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the Minnesota the, the Twins game ends. I guess it ends at it starts at six, right? No, it starts six at six Eastern. Starts at oh, eight okay, Eastern, they, seven right. Central. But then the day game is at one, not two. No, the day game is at twelve, not one. Usually, wow. twelve, not one. I, That's I, what I'm, I'm saying. One, not I can two. Check the schedule, but usually the okay, game is not a big deal. So anyway, so we're uh, so after that game is over, are there going to be places to get stuff, or are we going to have to have a listener or a Aunt Gladys type? Uh, Chester family member have bought us whatever this you know food that we need is because we're not going to be able to fly in with it obviously. Yes, there's there's grocery stores open. Chester goes away to another country for a month without a bag. He's clearly not checking a well, bag. Well, first of all, if if it's kind of thing you can order online, you just order online ahead of time and ship it to yourself. But where are we ordering it to? Like if we're staying in an Airbnb or at a hotel, 
Again, I, I, have enough, I have enough people I know I can send it to. The Minneapolis Hilton. We're going to say, hey, here's First of all, uh, yeah, uh, you, 40 boxes of cookies. Well, it depends what the product is. But, yeah. But, yeah, stores okay. are open past the t- 10 o'clock, obviously. Um, yeah, so the, are supermarkets open past yeah, 10 o'clock? of course. Byerly's is 24-7. When I was in high school, that was the place to what's, hang out. What's the name of the thing that you just Byerly's is by? like sort of a fancy-ish grocery store that has like kosher pre-made foods. It's, it's a general grocery okay. store. It just happen, it, In Got addition it. to the regular not kosher pre-made food. Are also, Targets open late? Yeah, I, be, yeah. I feel like it's a big Target town. Well, it's based in Minneapolis. So yeah, Targets are mm-hmm. open probably till 11. But no, Byerly's is 24-7. It's like a nice grocery store in my okay. neighborhood. Um, but they have all the basics. Um, yeah, the games are at 7 and noon, by the way. Confirmed. Okay, that's better for us. Yeah. So well, not actually. It's probably worse, but fine. Yeah, all right. Gives us less time to canoe. We're gonna have to go faster <laughs> in the canoe. Yeah, the great outdoors. Well, I mean, I mean, do we have to be there for the first pitch anyway? Like, let's say we're running late. I, I look, the, the Twins right now are on pace for 110 wins. So I don't even know if we're gonna be able yeah, to get tickets. True. You want to be there? Yeah. You're gonna want to tell your grandkids about about yeah. seeing this 2019 Twins team. Yeah. They're for sure going to keep up all these, uh, you know, completely unsustainable runs that they're on. They they literally have the greatest um, OPS, I think, of all time in yeah. the history of ever. baseball in a clutch yeah. situations. They mm-hmm. have, I think, they're on pace for the most home runs ever. Like it's just absurd what they're doing offensively. So that's mm-hmm. obviously listen. Yeah, yeah. When when you've got Mitch Garver in the middle of your lineup, no, he, there's nothing he, he's you injured do. right now. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's on the yeah, deal. It's okay. They, they have three superstar ask, catchers. Ask, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, yeah, so let us know if you're interested in coming. You don't have to commit, but we'd like to at least have an idea. We're not going to buy the, the game tickets yet. We're just going to buy our plane tickets yeah. to lock Now, in. it is a beautiful ballpark, I'll say that also. So, and hope, Oh, yeah, I'm happy to yeah, see the ballpark. Hopefully it's a nice stadium. In. You, you said you'd look into the kosher food. It was questionable. Oh, at the stadium? Uh, at the stadium, I think. There is kosher not. food. There's some who, you know, obviously there's various levels of, of strictness. And, you know, I'm not mm-hmm. telling you what to do or not do, but, you know. Anyway, mm-hmm. no, I need you to tell me what to well, do. All right, well, we'll discuss that off the air. That's relevant to few, okay. many fewer people. Um, all right. So what should we talk about? today? All right. So well, what, what I wanted to do was not only or not specifically Game of Thrones, but we just saw wrapped up the season or series finales for a whole bunch of shows. You know, that's what happens in, uh, yeah. in, in late May in, in television, although obviously now it's year round. But so I wanted to talk and we did this last year. Also, I think I wanted to rank. The top, in my case, it's 20, because that's how many shows I've been watching in 2019. The top 20 shows, TV shows of 2019 so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and specifically now, rather than waiting the end of the year, because again, a bunch of these shows, I'm looking at my list, uh, four shows just had their series finale, and then a bunch of other shows had their season finale. And so it's sort of, a, it makes more sense to talk about it now than wait seven months, and then I will have forgotten what happened on all these shows. Yeah. Now, you told me you've only seen like three shows this year so far. Yeah, I, I don't even, I can't even find my list. I feel like I've seen some stuff on Netflix, but I... Right now, I'm unable to uh, find, but I have. Yeah, I've been watching that much uh, regular appointment TV. Right. Well, this doesn't have to be the longest episode, but we can power through some of these. And um, but you know, we, if there's anything worth discussing, we can discuss it. And and also, also another thing for people on the Facebook group, if you have a show that's come out recently that we need to see, let us know. Maybe we'll discuss. Can it. I give you my number one show actually of uh, 2019 so far? Yes, starting right at the top. Jeopardy. Oh, Jeopardy. Uh, yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah, that's fair. Are you are you watching James Daenerys esque? No, because genocide every. Well, night? that it's the thing. It's like UConn's women basketball. There's no fun in watching like a. a you're wrong. Oh, you're so. It's you're so wrong. UConn's women's basketball. At least like okay, fine. It's boring. He's setting records every night. If they were scoring 200 points, UConn women's basketball, you would watch. Yeah, it. I think you're probably correct. If they actually. were, if you know what I mean. So it's a bad analogy. They're amazing. He didn't get a question wrong three days in a row. Um it's it, like he's amazing. He, like, it's it's also crazy. Like I don't know if the game. I think the game will go back to its old fashioned ways the second James is gone. Okay, but I but but it just shows you how bad everyone else is at playing. They're so conservative. I mean, you see people like they're losing them by twenty, and they start playing for second place. Second place is nothing. There's a difference of what a thousand dollars. A thousand dollars, and you're usually if you're in second place, you're like you're locked into it anyway. Yeah. It's crazy. They these people have no urgency. This lady went on who had, who got demolished by him, went on CNN. It probably wasn't uh, you know uh, in the in the right mindset, and 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 just like went and, and was like, oh yeah, he was mean to me in the green room. Like yeah, because you got all that was the one game he didn't get the three daily doubles. So of course, I would be mad too if I had just lost sixty grand because of bad luck. Like that was his worst game because he was oh he did not get it he did not uh you know find the daily double. So he only won forty seven thousand, which would have been like the twelfth best game ever or something beforehand. And now is, uh, uh, you know, his literally his worst game. Uh, his average is better than anybody's ever done in history. Like he's he is better at Jeopardy than Barry Bonds was at hitting home runs in two thousand one. Yes, it's true. Correct. 
And then anything. He's better at Jeopardy than any athlete has ever been in any sport. Like, maybe Wayne Gretzky in hockey in his best year is the only thing you can compare it to. Um, well, the di- well, well, the difference, though, is that the greatest hockey players in the world are all playing in the NHL. The greatest potential players of Jeopardy in the world, like 0.0001% of them are actually playing Jeopardy. So he's, so he's dominating these people, but, you know, but he's not necessarily playing the top, top people, right? What was weird is he had a really good opponent uh, several weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, the other sports guy, where he won by, what, $93 or something like that. Yeah, and the guy who lost had an all-time high Yeah, score. had like the fifth high. Or I think it was like the third highest ever before James had showed up. I think it was the eighth highest scorer. But that was like, but, uh, but that yeah. was including a bunch of James ones. Yeah. So yeah, you feel bad for that. No, guy. Eight, no, eight scorer. Like only seven people had beaten him, which is still amazing considering yeah. he lost oh, okay, the game. Yeah. Um, but and no, he gets, James and he is gets amazing. to go home with two thousand dollars. That guy. I will say, like, because I know there's like forty more games left this season. When Ken Jennings lost, it got spoiled. I mean, it was early internet, right? But it got spoiled um, online. Well, you're the one and who's watching these spo- episodes like a day in advance. So no, no, no. I mean, when he lost uh, in the audience, like months before oh, it aired. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I see. You know what I mean? But it has not been spoiled online that James lost, which either means that they had it on lockdown, or maybe he hasn't lost yet. But I guess it also could easily be spoiled that he won whatever the season-ending number of games at sixty, seventy something games. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if that means something one way or the other. But there's no spoilers afloat. Uh, that I know of. So about the way Jeopardy used James. to work is you won five episodes in a row and then you were done until the Tournament of Champions. Yeah, in like the 80s. Yeah, but, so but sure. now you just go on forever. Maybe they got to, I mean, or I don't know, maybe the streak is the fun thing to see. But No, he's going to lose eventually. Well, the thing really? is, he'll be up, yeah, because he'll be up 30 to 10 and uh, he'll, like the game is over, but then he'll wager like 12,000 and if he misses that once, you know, then it's a game. So right now he hasn't been missing, but um, like it will, he... He would if he played three hundred games, he would win like two hundred ninety seven. But the way he's losing, he is more susceptible to losing than Ken Jennings. Like assuming that they're equally good because at the game, he's which so so aggressively are. Because he's so aggressive, I think he will lose in a game. Either he just gets a world class opponent, um, or he will he will uh, mess himself up. But I, he doesn't miss anything. Any and it's so like so many times they'll ask a question and like I'll know it but it's you know it's on the tip of my tongue. If I had thirty seconds, I know I could get it. But if I was in that studio sweating, there's no way I could get it. And every single one of those times, he gets it. It's crazy. Yeah, but also the incumbency is such an advantage because the buzzer and stuff. And it's not like he's one like now. It's like old hat to him. Yeah, it's home field advantage every yeah. game. He's got home field advantage every game. Yeah. So all right. So are we done discussing Jeopardy now? Yes. All right. Yeah, that's the number one show of the year. Okay. Fine. Um. I mean, I've been. And by the way, anybody who thinks, "Oh no, they must be so mad they're losing money because no, they have no, to pay no, that, that's, no, that's ridiculous. They're they're laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah. It's these Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune make more money than any other shows on television. They print money. Yeah, I didn't know about that, but yeah, but but obviously they the ratings, so. they're so highly watched still. They are so the ratings are are like old fashioned like 1990s ratings still because every old person in the country and even the the youngins watch it. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Can I tell you a funny question my mother-in-law asked me? Jeopardy-related, or is this a non-sequitur? No, Wheel of Fortune, uh, which is on after Jeopardy. Okay. She said, have you ever seen a Jew on Wheel of Fortune? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I can't. It's a good point. I've never seen a Jew on Wheel of Fortune before. <laughs> well, all right. maybe, they, they, maybe they only pick people from like like Mississippi and Alabama. I don't know. No, I, I don't watch Wheel of Fortune, so I don't know about the. Neither do I, but it was just a funny uh, like uh, grandma. Yeah, your grandma's, an, your grandma's an anti-Semite. That's okay. All right. So It was Mara's mom. Right, so no, let, let's, like, power through the, uh, <laughs> let's power through these... Uh, Bottom of my ranking because there's nothing to say. These are just shows I'm still watching out of habit or whatever. So uh, number number mm-hmm. twenty is Family Guy. I'm one of the few people who still watch that show in 2019. That's crazy. Yeah, That's crazy that you. I still watch. Listen, I'm a completist. I will say it's a miracle. This. I don't watch I The Simpsons that, every week. <laughs> I if I had to guess, I'd say Family Guy holds up better than The Simpsons. Um, well, I don't know. I don't watch Simpsons, so um, right. I, I because I saw one or two episodes of The Simpsons. And you said they were very like a year bad. Two ago, yeah. very bad. Yeah. And it's, the Family Guy is bad, but like. The quality has probably dipped less than The Simpsons quality has. Yeah, I'm sure it's the same idea. Yeah. Uh, like the only Seth MacFarlane, the only reason he even knows what's happening, I'm sure, is because he, he has the voice lot of the characters. Deposit the checks. But other yeah. than that, he would not know. Yeah. I, like I doubt he's reading. Yeah, I'm sure he's got nothing to do with it. Yeah. Uh, number 19 is High Maintenance. It was a show that I was very excited when it came to HBO, but in hindsight, I think it was better when it was like little six minute clips on the internet than when it turned into these full episodes. Some of them are good. Some of them are very slow and boring, and it's just—it's really hard mm-hmm. to predict. But it really—this was a weaker season. But you, once, like one or two times uh, an episode, you'll get some real gold. Yeah. I mean, a season. And it really you'll puts get, like, you oh, into into someone episode. else's world. It does a good job of that. But yeah, you know, I don't love it. Um, 
Sometimes you're mad. It's like, oh man, I want to know more about that person. Yeah. We're never going to see it. Number eighteen is a Netflix show called Losers. By the way, did you know that um, the husband wife team that that created that show and brought it from you know the internet to HBO? Yeah. They're a divorced couple and they still make it together. Oh, that's good to hear. They got divorced. Didn't the show. know that. All right, still friends. Good. Uh, number eighteen is Losers, which is a Netflix show, and um, I think you hey, were you the one who mentioned this to me, or did I watch it independently? No, I'm not familiar with it. Tell oh, me. So Losers is. Is a show that it, it delves into the world of a, of a of a person in the sports world, an athlete who is most well known for losing. So, as an example, oh yes, one yeah, the... you know what? I didn't remember the name. I did tell you about this. Sorry. Yeah, but okay. uh, I only yeah. watched one or two of them. But okay. yes, I did tell. So you about yeah, this it's before. not it's not that great. And I'm going to get to in a second some YouTube shows that are similar ideas but are better. So I'll talk about that in a second when I get to those. So 18 is losers on Netflix. It's mm-hmm. okay. Um, it's 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 a little twee, but it's it's fine. Uh, number seventeen, and I think I actually have a too low. Is last week tonight? So I was a little fatigued by last week tonight because, and I, I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but just like Trump talk, like it just it depresses me at this point. You know, there's like there's nothing new yeah. under the sun there. Not a lot new to say. Yeah, and Not so, a lot new to but say. the truth is, I watched the 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 May twelfth and the May nineteenth episodes, both of them last night after I made this list. And, like, there are so many, like, li- literally laugh-out-loud moments in Last Week Tonight every week. Like, he does great things. Like, what he does – one of his shticks is how he'll sort of, like, give a whole list of items and he sort of reads it really quickly. He presents yeah. – he always does those well. He – I mean, just – he had, like, a line last night. He said something like, first of all, you're confusing Stalin with the Hamburglar, which – You know what? They, really they have very good writers on yeah. that show. I feel like you look at, like, who are the smart people on Twitter, like, yeah. a lot of them right now. Now, the, the 12-minute, like, the main piece or the 20-minute main piece, sometimes those can bog down and get a little bit slow. Yeah, they could get yeah. boring sometimes. Although, again, he does put in every 30 to 60 seconds, like, a punchline. Um, and yeah. you never know when one of those is coming. But, yeah. but So maybe a little low for that. Number 16 is another show that I'm just watching it out of habit at this point, Modern Family. Uh, it's, pl- it's playing crazy. out the string. You're like a grandma yeah, at this point. You should be watching Wheel of Fortune, <laughs> spotting the Jews. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to believe here. You're spotting Jews. You're watching Modern Family. Yeah. <laughs> All right. uh, number 15 is uh, is uh, an SB Nation show on YouTube, and it's the first of a couple of them. Um, so I, I um, SB Nation has a bunch of great shows on YouTube. Obviously, they're the guys. That's where John Boyce uh, is is located, and they have a couple shows. So this one is called Rewinder. And it basically it just it, it goes to a, like a pivotal moment in sports history, like you know, like a game-winning shot or whatever. And then it's like a ten to fifteen-minute video, literally rewinding from that point, going backwards and seeing how we got to mm-hmm. that point. So like the run-up of all the players and the teams that led to that situation. It's pretty good. Um, the the hosts are okay. It's and it's it's kind of a better version. Now they also SB Nation also has a show kind of like Losers. These are better than Losers, I think, because the. The production value might not be the same as the one on Netflix, but ner- but I feel like the people who are making it are more like real sports fans, and that becomes apparent. Also, they're only ten to twelve minutes long instead of you know half an hour long, and which is really enough time. So, as- so mm-hmm. rewinder on YouTube, uh, SB Nation. I like that one a lot. Are you familiar with that at all? No, okay. not familiar. Right. But I can check it out. Yeah, and I got I have two more SB Nation shows coming on my list, so I'm a big fan of a lot of the stuff they're doing. Uh, number fourteen, uh, another one of those momentum shows, but it actually, it, like, it has very funny moments still. Uh, Tosh point oh. no one talks about it, but it's. Uh, I didn't know it was still on there. Yeah, do you remember one year when Bill Simmons was proposed that the the MVP in comedy for that year was was Daniel Tosh? The fact that Bill Simmons has a comedy MVP yeah. is is it was insane. It was not. It was on a podcast in December MVP. of 2013, 14, 15, whatever it was, and he was talking about you know every year there's one comedian who just dominates the year, and this year what do you have to say it's Daniel Tosh? And I remember thinking like. I watched Tosh.0, but I don't know anyone else who – like, I've never had a conversation with somebody about it. So. Yeah, Bull Simmons, if he thinks something, then, then he, he thinks assumes, it's yeah, – exactly, he, yeah. he's very egocentric, yeah. which is typical yeah. of a lot of only children who become yeah. successful. Like, he thinks the world literally starts and stops yeah. at his convenience. All right. uh, number 13 is a show that I, I guess I'd be considered a stand for just because I'm still watching it at this point, but it's American Dad. There's no way that show's still on. You're just making this stuff up. So American Dad has always, and I, I wanted to delay the the Family Guy conversation. American Dad. American Dad is a much smarter and more. We're doing a podcast where you just talk about like this should just be called like Alex is still watching shows that you know <laughs> again that were on when Seinfeld. I, I, I'm just telling you, American Dad, like on the down low, is an incredible like. Well, at least that hasn't slipped since it was never good. No, it's it's really it's it's always been way better than Family Guy. But I just think people assume – well, no, not always. The first few seasons, it was a bad – Wow, a show that's universally reviled and no one pays attention to anymore? No, no. What I'm saying is it started as a spinoff of Family Guy, and I think people watched it and said, okay – Who's who's the guy? Quagmire? Quagmire's in the show. That's correct. Yeah. No, who's the guy? It's not Quagmire. No, Quagmire's in Family Guy. You're confusing me. American Dad is Stan Smith. 
Stan. Yeah. Okay. No, but so basically, the reason American Dad is so good is because every because um, like Seth MacFarlane is not paying attention, but they can actually do like artistic things. Pretty much every episode is an homage or a, or a remake or like a a. a you think Ted Two wasn't artistic? <laughs> is a version of like a classic movie or TV show or novel, and I don't even mm-hmm. pick up on them half the time. But when I do, I'm like, oh, that's really funny and really smart. And so, um, you know, I just I really like again, it's obviously hit or miss. Every, it's not batting a thousand with its episodes, but every there's there's a few like brilliant episodes every season. And I really mean that. Mm-hmm. So I know one's watching it. I understand, but they should. Um, all right, number 12 for me is SNL. You're still watching SNL every week, right? Uh, no, I know. I've I've missed a few. Uh, it's bad. Um, it like, was it's not, not the best it, season. The, the cast needs to be blown up. And I know I, I've never said it before. I know people I say mean, that every K- year. But Kate like, McKinnon is an MVP. Yeah, no, yeah. but there's a couple people. I'm not saying everyone needs to go, but I, I feel like it's uh, not—it's not the strongest cast right now. Now I have to say, you know what? I think the writing staff actually needs the, to go even more. Well, than the cast. I mean, Weekend Update is is always excellent. I think Leslie Jones is a national treasure. I would get rid of Joe Stanchek. Um, I, I mean, I, I like Joe. I mean, I don't like him as much as Scarlett Johansson does, apparently, which is insane, obviously. But um, yeah, so SNL is. By the way, did, did you watch the season finale? Uh, no. So D- DJ Khaled was the musical guest, but DJ Khaled doesn't play music. He just doesn't sing. He just he just yells. He's a hype man. Yeah, he just yells his name over and over again. But what he did is he brought on like twenty artists and like like he yeah. brought on like an amazing array. Of I know you're a big Lil Baby fan, <laughs> so you must have been excited. no. There was, uh, there was a couple guys that I hadn't heard of. Let's be honest. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So but I almost all always... what a gig. We should yeah. be. I should be the that of podcasters. Like I don't podcast, but like. Here's Ira Glass, baby. <laughs> like, you know, like that's what I. Should, yeah, and you just gotta like, like scream noise. like when when Glass finishes a sentence with the word like whatever like yeah you know and, Uncle Kiwi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, but listen, DJ, Sarah Koenig, DJ Khaled obviously has the I don't know what it, he has. The, by the way, his son. Nobody is obsessed with hyping. The, like he hypes his son more than he hypes the other artists. How old is his son? Assad, like a little kid. Um, well, I mean, he's been hyping him. He, he, his son was literally the producer on one of his records when he was like eight months old, I think. Oh yeah, no, his son is yeah. uh, his son's going to be a, a like a bigger celebrity than the Kardashians. Yeah, no, his son, yeah, his son has like had, for sure. That's smart. Make your kid a celebrity early. Yeah, yeah, make that'll sure. that'll definitely end well. Correct. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, anyways, but but I you I often will fast forward to the musical guests on SNL, and mm-hmm. um, I listen to the whole thing. I thought it was very good. So, um. All right, number eleven. So let's start talking about some of these shows that uh, have wrapped up and give them their 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 their, their just due. So you were a Broad City guy, right? Mm-hmm, but I didn't I didn't make it to the end. Oh, but so I then I guess you weren't a Broad City guy. So uh, Broad City, no, but I watched most. It of petered season. out a little bit. I think the it came out and it was absolutely fire. The first. Do you ever see seasons. the guy's girlfriend, the annoying roommate? Or Say no? it again. Do you ever see the annoying roommate's girlfriend, or does she not exist? Um, well, he ends up that that annoying guy, uh, Bimmers, Jimmers, whatever the hell his name is, Blummers. He he ends yeah. up hooking up yeah. with with one of them, Abby or Alana. I don't know how much you want me to spoil here. At but. the end of the show, nah, you could spoil. Right, it. Yeah. Anyways, the, whatever. It I just I didn't love it that much the final season, it, but it just it it came out. It was on fire early, and uh, you know, so I wanted to give it credit. But if mm-hmm. especially if you lived in New York in your twenties in the aughts. The first couple seasons of that show, especially, really. Whereas, like girls, mm-hmm. yeah, your life was very similar to theirs. I get it. Yeah, I mean, not not in a lot of ways, but in, but in some ways, and and in funny ways, okay. like riding the subway or, or hoarding Bed Bath and Beyond coupons, just like the sort of yeah. the funny small things. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Number ten is a better SB Nation show, which is called Beef History. Now, first of all, the host of the show, Seth Rosenthal, I'm a big fan of him. He's like a Knicks guy, right? I mean, he's a fan of the New York Knicks. Yeah, yeah, Nick's guy. Um, so, Beef History is a show where they just again, it's like an eight to ten minute video where they delve into a famous beef, uh, you know, conflict argument between you know Shaq and Kobe or something like that. And he does a really, really good job of it. It's very, very funny. He's got a very good sense of humor. Um, he 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 actually just did an episode recently where the beef was. It was about Space Jam basically, but he took it completely seriously mm-hmm. and literally. And I thought it was going to be really dumb, and it ended up being like incredible. And I have no okay. interest in Space Jam, but it was it was very funny. So, and these videos, mm-hmm. honestly, try one if you don't like it, it. Who cares? You lost eight minutes of your life. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I stand for Seth Rosenthal, and I'm a big yeah, fan. You'll send this shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's that's my number ten show of 2019, the latest season of mm-hmm. history. Uh, number nine, another show that I wrapped up. You're the worst. Now you never watched You're the Worst, did you? I did. I watched like the first season. Yeah. I liked it, but it was like a, it was so negative. I'm like, I need positivity in my life. Well, I got to do it. I mean, the show already. was sort of yeah, was heavily based on mental illness, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a comedy, but then it turned pretty dark pretty quickly. But yeah, um, no, I'm sure it's great. I li- I liked everything I saw of yeah, it. So uh, you're it's done. It's yeah, over for so good. You're the wor- well, can I spoil this one or no? 
I won't. Yeah, just fast forward if you're. No, I, I won't. I won't spoil it. But um, yeah, there is a resolution, and so it wraps up. They decide who the worst is. It's like the Iron Throne for worst. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right, so that's number nine. Uh, number eight, Brockmire. Tell me you're watching Brockmire. Uh, so I saw season one. I have not yet seen past season one, but I like. It's Brockmire amazing. When yeah. I saw it. It's, it's, it's very, very good. By the way, that's another show actually similar to You're the Worst that has really delved into, you know, substance abuse and depression and a lot you of... You know what I noticed? I think these shows, so many shows, like we're talking about Brock City and Brockmire and You're the Worst, like, I like season one and it still doesn't compel me to come back for season two for some reason. It's interesting. Well, you're also watching like 100 movies a year, so you don't have endless time. I watch a lot of movies, but also I think it's like, I, I guess there's no, like, I okay, I saw what you have to do. Like, I'm not sure... If you're going to get better, like you already said your main things in season one, whereas a drama, it's like, all right, now I want to know where the story goes. Well, but uh, well, but I think really the point I was making rails. about You're the Worst and Brockmire is that it becomes much more of a drama than a comedy after the first season. The mm-hmm. first season sort of sucks you in. And then after that, it becomes a more serious. I mean, it's still a, it's still a funny show in theory, but but it be, talks about much more serious issues. I mean, Brockmire is mostly about the consequences of living a life mm-hmm. of of, you know, substance abuse and burning all your bridges and the consequences of that. So, anyway, but Hank Azaria, I, I love pretty much everything Hank Azaria does. I think he should be more famous. Than yeah, he's great. Yeah. He's wonderful. All right, uh, number seven is Crashing. Now, I think you were not in on Crashing, right? You're not a big Pete Holmes guy. Uh, no, I, I watched all of Crashing. Oh, you do? Oh, okay. So, you know, I'm just... I was actually... I, I, I said it's a really bad show, and I still was sad that there's not a fourth season. Oh, it's done? Oh, yeah, they got, it got canceled after the third season. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, so then that's another got one. Got canceled. Poor, poor uh, I, I like the love story with um, with the girl who ended up being nutty. The blonde, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a really good angle. I am surprised they sort of ended it. I thought, like, I right, have some balls, and, like, this is clearly who he should be with. And Yeah. But uh, they went back to um, the comedian, Jamie. Did you like the Elon Gold Modi episode at the Shul? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. I mean, that was obviously for yeah. us. Obviously, I like yeah. that. But Pete Holmes has enough awareness. I thought it was uh, – the good episodes of Crashing are really good, and it, it sort of – the problem is it's it's like stand up for baby stuff that it does like every episode where it just does like you know love letter stand up comedy every single episode is 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 so saccharine but when it's not obsessing over how great stand up comedy is which every stand up comedian does always yeah then it's a, it was a good show um yeah i like it now Artie lang by the way who was you know very prominent in season 1 not doing too well right now yeah, already. Uh, I mean, uh, he was barely in season three. For a lot of time, um, yeah, he's really struggling. He, so. Yeah, and if you've seen, I saw him, a picture he, of him. He, yeah, he, it was hard to recognize. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. not too tall. All right, number six is Barry. Now, Barry, are you watching Barry? You are. Yeah, but I haven't seen the season finale yet. All right, uh, no, but uh, but there's so many wonderful episodes of Barry. Noho Hank is like in the pantheon of he's amazing TV show characters. No, he's incredible. Yeah, and he also the actor's like a random dude from Chicago. He's not. Yeah, I, I I looked him up because I wanted to see like, is he an Albanian? What's yeah. his deal? And it, it's, uh, he it's met his act. wife. He met his wife on the subway in New York City. Well, well done. Isn't that wild? Yeah. They just like accidentally took the wrong. I mean, yeah. Well, why would you talk to a stranger on the subway? I know that's crazy, yeah. but also like I don't know. Imagine like there was no way you'd ever if you meet someone on the subway like there's no way you'd ever meet them otherwise. You know, yeah. it's at least like Tinder. Like, oh, I, I swipe left yeah. this time, but maybe the next time. Yeah. Like, this is your only chance to meet. Yeah. That now, um, Stephen Root, his character in Barry, uh, and uh, I assume this is not a chiddush as they say, but who's Stephen Root? Yeah, I don't know which actor plays Stephen. You Root. know who Stephen Root is? He's he was in news radio. He's been in like a million famous shows. He, he the was, cop. Which he guy? Was Milton in Office Space. The cop, the guy who started. No, he's, the... he's Barry's handler. Yeah, handler. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know who that guy is. Okay, I don't know Stephen Root. He was in though. news radio. He played Milton in Office Space. I know that. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Let me go to his Wikipedia page. Um, oh yeah, News Radio is number one. Office Space is number two. Mm-hmm. King, of, King of the Hill, Star Trek. Oh brother, King where are Do- Oh Dodgeball. Oh yeah, he played the guy in Dodgeball. Everyone's great on that show. Henry Winkler. I've always been a Henry yeah, Winkler well, stan. Think, He's amazing. He's a Henry Winkler fan. Uh, the only problem is uh, uh, the girlfriend is they make her too much of a wet blanket. She's not a well-written character. I mean, she's it's very hard to have empathy for her because she has no empathy for anyone else. So, yeah, yeah, but the, like the show is mostly male characters, and they and they miss. Yeah, the well, the, the issue character. and also the show is so, well, they 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 killed another I mean, uh, female character, but you know, spoiler alert. Um, the it, it's just 
the problem with a lot of these shows based in LA is that they're too much into like, oh, we're in LA and we're actors, and you know, because everybody making it. Yeah. So, but uh, Barry's a very similar good show. to Crashing. Yeah, but now you know, so I really like it, and I'm, I'm looking forward to watching it for a while. So Barry's number six. Number five is Veep. Uh, poor one out for Veep. Uh, now you've never been an Armando Iannucci guy, although he actually left the show and uh, it carried on without him. But I watched a lot of the seasons of Veep. Oddly, Which, by the way, hint, hint, Benny Off and Weiss. You can, uh, you know, leave a show and let someone else take over. But anyway. I probably left Veep when Iannucci left. Not on purpose, just when yeah. I sort of stopped watching it. The final season. So the final season was the best season in a long time. I had been famously like whenever it would be like Veep in Silicon Valley or, or Veep, like whatever other shows were on Sunday nights together with Veep or Veep mm-hmm. and Barry, for example. I'd always watch Veep last because I, I always thought it was a little bit overrated. I almost thought it was sort of like uh, Parks and Rec, whereas I yeah. liked it, but I thought people were overrating it. But. I thought the last season was really, really good. It's not meant to be realistic. Like the reason I like season one is I thought it was a very realistic portrayal of like a Sarah Palin esque type character, and it became more and more absurd as time went on. But then again, like look what's going on in Washington D.C. right now. Like real life is absurd. So, um, but I mean, I, I so I really love Veep in terms of like jokes per minute. Yeah, JPMs. Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, I don't. I don't know what's close to it. And um, so, and the cast was incredible. And and someone pointed out on some podcast I was listening to the fact that Veep managed to keep that entire cast the whole time, like the, 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 none of those, yeah. like you know that none of those guys, like like Gary, it's called contracts. Yeah. So it, it just had a dynamite cast. And if you're a Seinfeld person, obviously, like it was everybody had been on Seinfeld once upon a time. So. You literally posted in in on uh, WhatsApp. You're like, uh, does anybody like uh, the old Adventures of New Christine? I want to binge it. Did you do that? That's like the. First oh, I, I did watch a bunch of YouTube of it. Yeah, and was it good? Uh, it was okay. It was the reason I bring this up is because I was listening to some podcasts where they were talking about like Julia Louis Dreyfus's Hall of Fame career, and it wasn't even a discussion. Like both people on the podcast accepted as canon that New Adventures of Old Christine is by far her best performance ever. Massive drop. That's crazy. Massive drop. Veep. Massive drop Seinfeld. And it's not like they were saying this is a hot take. Was this the CTE cast? Like, what is going no, this, on? No, I think this was, I think this was the ringer. I think this was the watch with Andy, with Chris Ryan and Andy Greenwald. Oh, oh so it's two morons who listen to Bill Simmons takes all day. Um, oh, you're not a fan of uh, Chris Ryan and Andy Greenwald? Oh, I, I mean, no, I, I like Andy Greenwald. I, I have no problem with them, but I'm just saying. Well, like, anyways, but it's not. It, so I would assume that if you are to argue that the greatest show, that, that Julie Lewis-Dreyfus' greatest performance is on the New Adventures of Old Christine, you have mm-hmm. to acknowledge that this is kind of you know a take but they were saying it as if this is like the accepted wisdom that everybody says so that's why i'm like well then i better start watching it if this is true but yeah um no that's not the accepted wisdom yeah, that's I guess like not. a trash take anyway no but oh then i was reading an article somewhere else about how it said how unlike every other um character from seinfeld uh, julie louis dreyfus is the only one who immediately had a uh, start on a second show. now she did win the emmy every year for new adventures of old christine okay so yeah in hindsight yeah. we didn't need that i don't know Anyway, so Veep is really good. Uh, there's not that much to say. You know, I'm going to miss it. And by the way, a smart thing it did, I thought, is how it, it managed to sort of avoid explicit partisanship, which is hard when it's a show based in D.C. all about politics. But in season one, it was pretty obvious that she was a Democrat. And by the last season, it was pretty obvious that she was a Republican. And how they made that switch with was sort of like – but all of a sudden, like the issues in the final season that she was like doubling down on was like – you know, abortion and gay marriage, like, the, the, you know, being anti-abortion, anti-gay marriage, you know. Uh, so I thought it was very smart how they sort of... She was anti-gay marriage in the show? Aggressive? Well, no, she no in the she doesn't care about anything personally. She's a nihilist, except for wanting to be elected. But she will... But the point is that in order to get the votes, she allies with people. Like, like the candidates... She I didn't know that. With. That's wild. That, well, I thought you said you watched Veep. I watched the first few seasons. Uh, well, I didn't know that. Well, she's that's what I'm saying. Anti- so it, you assume that she was unsaid, but a Democrat. Well, no, they, they. I'm sure the writers' room rule is like she's nothing. She's not a Democrat or a Republican. Well, officially that's the rule, but practically speaking, yeah. in terms of the way that the issues were portrayed, and, no, and who, they may and even who, do that on purpose, like make one issue go one way, make another issue. But go but, but if you but if you follow the show, it was, mo- you know, if. I know what they were tending to do, but I'm just saying that if you watch the show and graded everything she says and who her sure, allies are, it. she would have been a Democrat. Left and then, and then she right. Did. Understood. Yeah. Anyway, um, which was smart. And also probably is a reflection of the fact that it started under Obama and then it ends under Trump. So um, mm-hmm. all right. uh, number four is yet another SB Nation show. I get more excited when a new episode of this drops than anything else other than Game of Thrones, not a, you know excluding the, the last season. Game of Zones. Mm-hmm. I'm all about Game of Zones. What L- is it again? Game of Zones is a – and these are like really short. They're four minutes each, so you can gobble them. You can watch the entire series in less than an hour. Is this your Game of Thrones parody on SB Nation? Yeah. So Game of oh, Zones is an, is an NBA parody of – it's a Game of Thrones NBA parody show. 
Is it going to exist uh, anymore? Or is it done now that Game of Thrones is done? It, it, it's it's it went so far off of the original theme of Game of of Game of Thrones so early. Now it's now it's just it's just a way to make NBA jokes. But if you care about basketball mm-hmm. at all, it's hilarious. Um, probably my favorite scene is when. Um, LeBron James, who also the character switch who they are like in terms of which NBA player is which character Game of Thrones. So again, it's not like a strict, but um, LeBron James and spoiler alert here. Although if you watch Game of Thrones, the whole season, the whole episode is a spoiler because you know what's coming. He's uh, he's 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 at a party where all the Raptors are celebrating the uh, the their their victory over some first round opponent. This is this is last season when LeBron was still on the Cavs, mm-hmm. and and he's pretending to be Drake like the head of all the Raptors and they're all celebrating. And it turns out that he poisoned that they, they instead they all choke because that's what they do in the playoffs because it's actually LeBron. He takes his face off. It's like the Frey episode with Arya and the Frey, you know? Wow. Yeah. That really paid off in the series finale also. Anyways, yeah. Of Game of Thrones. All right. So number three on my list is Game of Thrones. So let's just get to it. Um, again, there's not that much to be said that I haven't said in a million of group chats, which you're a member of. So nothing's new to you. And if it's new to the listeners, sorry, but uh, you know, I'm sad about how it ended, but, we still have to acknowledge, no matter no matter how many issues you have with the final season, that the production of this show, like the visuals of this show, the acting yeah. of the show, best, best in television history, yeah. by a bullet. Yeah, by so yeah. far, the only so far, yeah, the only issue is like I really felt like you know I had said on this podcast, I or maybe on the other one with Rob, and it was embarrassing, but it was true that like when I thought of the concept of of, of dying early of cancer or something over the last few years, I legitimately would think mm-hmm. how sad it would be. To have died without seeing the rest of Game of Thrones, and now, yeah, and now you would have been fine with it in hindsight. Now it's like pathetic. Yeah, I mean, it was, yeah. and 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 I'm really, really not one of these people. I I did not dislike the final episode of Seinfeld. I did not dislike the final. I, there's no show I hated the finale of. Actually, I know people hated mm-hmm. Lost, but I quit before that. So, yeah, I, I was I was very, uh, you know, disappointed by what happened with the show. But anyways, um, but there's no new takes there. So if people want to hear my takes on Game of Thrones, I have a lot of them, but I know that you don't want to hear them. So, yeah, all true. right. Uh, number two is Billions. Billions, uh. Really, a powerhouse season. Oh my season. gosh! You should really go work for the Ringer. <laughs> billions is so good. You're not a billions man. I've never seen it. Uh, Mike Francesa loves it, so you're in good. You're uh, in good company. Uh oh. Francesa is a big. He like gives his billions takes after the episode. <laughs> I'm just, he loves billions and blue bloods. Those are the two oh, shows man. he watches. All right, you're an old man. Okay. So, I mean, well, but you are anti Giamatti, and I've always been anti Giamatti. Yeah, I'm a Giamatti hater. Yeah. Um, you like you like openly like root for him to be like me too or something like you like really despise the guy. So. No, 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 let's not. Uh, well, be, oh, I only say that because you were doing it forever with um, with um, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, with Kevin Spacey, and it turned out you were correct on that. Sure. One, so, correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. So billions is is it's it's. I mean, billions is like an ice cream sundae. It's not like it's not a steak. You know, it's like it's. But it's mm-hmm. but ice cream sundaes are great. You know, you, I don't know if you want to binge billions, but to watch it an hour a week is always. That, and and also by the way, they were going up against Game of Thrones. Not that anybody watches shows. You know, everybody just watches online or whatever these days. But um, it's sort of they were going up against Game of Thrones every week on Showtime versus HBO at the same time, and then they actually took off this past week. I guess they didn't want to fight with the finale, so they took off a week. So we'll get our season finale next week. Uh, not too late to jump onto Billions, and uh, if you uh, binge the whole season, the whole series, you'll be ready by Sunday night for the uh, season, what are we, season five, I think? You don't watch it at all. Never seen an episode. Don't not even an episode. episode. Well, I, I mean, Never seen the thing it. is, you hate Giamatti so much, so I, I really like Giamatti and everything he does, so mm-hmm. I, think I literally watch almost everything he does. All right, and then number one, and I talked about this one, I watched it like three months ago, When Heroes Fly, Netflix show from Israel. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's really good. Yeah, ne- you should watch it. Yeah, and they're making an American, in addition to there being a season two of the Israeli version, which will be on Netflix, they're also making a specifically American spinoff based on, like, uh, Iraqi veterans who come back to America or something. I don't know. Yeah. In Arizona. Well, the American, the Israeli version was supposed to be in Chicago anyway, yeah. but they couldn't film in Chicago. Yeah. The, uh, by the way, speaking of um, it would not Israel, It would not have been as good in Chicago. I took my kids on vacation, and we were in a lot, which is like the Florida of Israel. <laughs> yeah. And I, 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 after the trip, I said like, uh, we, we said like, where can, um, where can we go next? Like, where would we want to go if we did this next year? And I, my kids were like naming places, and they're like Tel Aviv or this place or that place. And I said, what about the Dead Sea? And my five year old son says, you could throw the Dead Sea in the garbage. It's too salty. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's great. You must be listening to me, and that's a good take. If you don't like something, you throw it in the garbage. Yeah, well, well, no, what you like to say is something is literal garbage. Literal garbage. Yeah, yeah but he doesn't know that word yet. But he said throw the yeah. dead sea well, in the Well, garbage. you don't know what the it's word literal salty. means either, actually, the way you use it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> too salty. Throw it in the garbage. Right. Lowest point on earth. Don't care. Yeah. Trash. So those are Chester's top 20 shows of 2019 so far. Keith has seen none of them. Okay. 
Yeah, hit us up if you have any Minnesota ideas. You want to come with yeah. us. You want to sleep in the same room as Chester. <laughs> uh, Wait, same room? We don't even get our own rooms in this house? Well, I assume me and you will have to room together. Oh, man, this is getting better. better. I mean, are there big houses in Minnesota? Can we just rent out? I want to rent out like a mansion for a night in Minnesota. Are there like, mansions? Like out in the suburbs Airbnb? or like, because in Minneapolis. I don't know. You have to tell me where. I don't know. Is there, a, is there a house next to Target Field we could rent? Like, I have no idea. Is everything near each other? Is everything walking distance? I don't know anything about Minneapolis. I've never been... Never been to your beloved nah, state. Uh, well, you got to rent a car, borrow a car, or just Uber. Uber series. How far is the airport from the baseball stadium? Uh, I'd say 15-minute drive, 20-minute drive. Not far. You're not walking, but like, there's no airport in America that you can walk from the airport to like, you know, a city. Probably. Sure. In Europe, there are some. In Europe, yeah. Now, walking is tough, but maybe a very quick train. Yeah. All right. All right. We got to figure out what to do next week. Maybe we'll do the bracket next week, but we could do that really any point in the next like six weeks or so. Yeah. So yeah. So submit us your ideas for what we should bracketize in terms of a food category, and then we will mm, uh, in yeah. a few weeks maybe do a bracket of that bracket, and we might have a guest yeah. on next week, a surprise guest. I got I got to talk to you about that offline. But, um, oh, okay. I have no idea what you're talking about. Good. Well, it was actually okay. your idea, but you forgot. About oh, it. so now I do know what you're talking about. Oh, that would be good. <laughs> well, I think I could skip that episode. I think it would have to just be you, but we'll talk about it offline. Yeah. All right. Uh, Keith, talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.